you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Going to the hurry-up offense. Russell out of the shotgun. Here comes the rush. Russell's got to get it away. Down to the back of the end zone. Into the arms of the receiver. It's Jimmy Graham. There's a flag down. And it's a touchdown. Seahawks. Here they come. Mariota back. Guns it. It's in a coverage. Picked off by Flowers to the far sideline. 15-10. 5. Touchdown, San Diego. Matthews got it back, sets, looks, throws. He's got Golden Tate who makes the catch inside the 15, inside the 10, and he's biking away. He's into the end zone. Pack the bags, start the plane. This game is over. <laughs> Not cool, Golden Tate. That's right. someone's daddy. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Delivered, as always, by McDonald's all-day breakfast. Anytime you want to deliver some of them tender vittles to your belly, do so. It's a good time Where of the day. Them? Looks like Cynthia Freeland uh, seems I to buy me. next time they like should that. give us some here, right here. <laughs> yeah, maybe right you should bring some, Dave. Yeah. Since you talk about every, every day you talk about how you get some, you never bring it. Check right? animal. Yeah. You're right, right. You're right. Okay, let's <laughs> jump into the hurry up. We'll say hello to everybody. Ike Taylor, Handsome Hank included properly in just a moment. But this is the hurry up. Let's get to it. Ike, I start with you. Who's going to win the AFC North? I Going into the Steelers-Ravens game, I declared the Steelers could put a stranglehold on that division with a victory. They would knock the Ravens down two-plus games. They would be a game and a half ahead of, uh, of the Bengals there and be pristine within the division. Instead, it's a big uh, muddled mess now. Ravens. Ravens are going to win the division, eh? Sorry, but I'm not sorry. Well, I mean, well, you should be sorry. Handsome, how say you? Uh, the Bengals. I hear that noise, Freeland. I actually still have the Steelers. I looked at their strength of schedule, and theirs is the easiest. I, hmm? I, I'm i inclined to agree with Freeland. I think they're going to write the shit. But you said so that slow. about everyone. You said you're inclined. Oh, I like, yeah, I agree. With no, you. I didn't agree with the Ravens. <laughs> I said I hear you on the Bengals, but I ultimately 
do all bend to the Steelers as uh, as they come down. They still have Baltimore coming into Pittsburgh to play that. Wish they playing well in Pittsburgh. Get, well, I know, but they get the they get the and Browns. They got Cleveland. Twice. They got Cleveland. Baltimore has Cleveland this Thursday. Why do you think the Ravens are going to win? Baltimore has Cleveland this Thursday. I think they're going to win that game. Okay. They're not scared of Pittsburgh in, in Pittsburgh. I do know that. Agree. Um, Cincinnati. It's a toss up between Cincinnati, man. I mean. I want to be a homer. I'm just looking at it from my point of view. They got our number. You know, a few years, Baltimore, you know, we we, we hate Baltimore for a reason because we feel like they took our blueprint. Mm -hmm. And they've done a pretty good job with our blueprint. Right now, our defense, I mean, our, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, is just like in a disarray. So when you have a defense that's not on the same page, it's kind of hard. When you have an offense on the road, you know, going from 28 to 17 points is a lot, you know. So, when you just can't figure it out on the road, it's kind of hard. Baltimore, it doesn't matter. They finally getting their pieces together. Steve Smith is back. Um, we can talk about Fluco, a.k.a. Flacco, all we want to. But we can't talk about what he's done in the playoffs. Well, their so, offense is not good, though. That's the, their that's offense the ultimate ain't good. point. I mean, but the defense ain't playing bad. Like, their defense I know. Yep. isn't bad at all, is what I'm saying. I suppose. And, Handsome, you want to make a case for uh, the Bengals? I just think consistency. I think they're a team that doesn't have a lot of the highs and lows like you're talking about with a, with a team that sort of goes on the road and doesn't score 10 points fewer. I think they may wind up regretting that tie in London. I think that could that could be that or could really be crucial. The last half uh, full right. orange drink, black and orange drink, is that uh, that actually – Is the thing that just bumps them over somewhere. Right. Freeland, make your case Ravens for Pittsburgh. and Steelers haven't played yet at all, so they still have two games left. Steelers. No, incorrect. Ravens just beat the Steelers. Oh, sorry. Um, so, sorry, Ravens and Bengals oh, haven't right, played right, at right. all. Sorry, my bad. Rangle, <laughs> Bengals and Ravens still have two games left against each other. The Steelers get the Browns next week, so one right. week different, and the Ravens have to go to the Cowboys to play in Dallas. So, for me – Significant if, in fact, the Steelers can handle their business this Sunday against uh, the so alleged America's team. All right, let's look at the other North now. And, Freeland, I'll start with you on this one. Ugh. NFC North, who's going to win that one? Your Lions jumped into it realistically Stop with it. that uh, overtime victory that I foretold of, but that you doubted would happen. When you win all of your games on a game-winning drive, yes, you do have to win the close ones in football, but not all of your games should be like game-winning drive because it's very hard to know if you're going to always have that last drive just in terms of clock management. But for me, I still I think Green Bay somehow pulls it off. Ike? I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. And here's why <laughs> I'm going with Detroit, man. You play games for close games. Like, from a player standpoint, you, you, you'll have a few times you'll have a blowout. You might got three games, you'll have a blowout. But for the majority, man, everybody from a talent level has the same talent on that field. Now it's just the logistics. Now it's just the who's going to make more plays. When you're when you're built to play yeah, close everybody's games. Everybody's 8-8, eight eight, as right. they say, or most teams are ultimately 8-8. Eight eight. When you're talent, built right. for close games, there's no such thing as pressure. It's, man, we've been here before. And when you've so been when, tested. When, so now you're a team that's used to blowing out mm -hmm. and you get into a close game. It's like nail biting. It's like, okay, what do I do? So now you get wrong calls. Then after you get wrong calls, you got guys jumping off sides. Then when you got guys jumping off sides, you just look like you're pressured in crucial moments. I like what Detroit doing, man. I like Max Stafford. Like Stafford, man, and I and we said, and Bucky said it best. Bucky was like, until Megatron leave, we really won't know who Matt Stafford is. Megatron has left. 
Matt Stafford has been looking like that first-round draft pick that we all know. Well, at least he's the gunslinger's nails mm-hmm. when it matters most in the game. Handsome. I think these two divisions are similar because the AFC North, you asked, just asked us about, like, the, the default answer would be Pittsburgh. Like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger is there. They'll right. find a way to work it out. That's the, what the Steelers do. Default answer here should be the Packers. But I don't think I – th- I agree with Ike. I think the Lions, the battle-tested Lions, will be the ones that pull it out. You know what? It's, it's going to be by game. That's an interesting uh, comparison to make. I'm ultimately with Freeland here. And, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm falling. Falling prey to exactly what you're describing, handsome. But, uh, yeah, I'll take the Packers to win it in spite of the fact that Ike is right. I think the Lions getting it done, If it, you, you would be right, Cynthia, I think, if these things happen in a vacuum, that that uh, last-second comeback, you can't keep doing that, except it probably does mean something to Packers need to run game. Emotionally, but I but I think it matters to the and, Lions and the that they day. keep doing this, that this then feeds the narrative. This is our year, and these right. are human beings ultimately, and I think that the they Packers, that. The Packers need to run game. The, Ryan, the Lions are using the Patriots' short passing game with their running back as a run game. So they figured it out. Handsome. Now, we've talked a little bit of politics. We did so in the summer with your pal, uh, Jay Ajayi. Mm. Man, and your three-game winning streak. On that train. Miami Dolphins. We tested you on U.S. politics. Yep. And who the well, first, not really politics, history. Right, history. <laughs> who the first president of the United States was. You answered Abe Lincoln, which was a bold pick, but it was incorrect. All he should have been. I, I will maintain that. It doesn't matter whether he was or not. That's who I'd have voted for. <laughs> he was a great president. <laughs> that much you. you're right I about. Got you. Yep. I got you. So, he, so anyway, that's uh, handsome, know, the Brit. Like, time-wise, <clears throat> if that would have worked. But I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let just let him. Got it. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> He's still a little raw about what happened back in the 18th century. <laughs> now, Ike, I'm that curious wasn't about this. <laughs> I'm curious about do you guys talk about politics in the locker room? It's more of a, uh, you know, Democrat or Republican. What the taxes going to look like? I, I I mean, I'm not surprised to hear yeah. that. Is 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 it's a lot what the taxes look like, you know. So what? then I assume most guys skew to the right. Yeah, them boys go to the right. Them boys want to, you they want their taxes to be all the way low. Does anybody ever argue? How dare oh. you speak out against Hillary's it's, progressive policies? It's the it's the it's one of the biggest <laughs> arguments. Really? The, yeah, guys get very sensitive about politics in that locker room. So honestly, we kind of stay away. From politics, because then it gets everybody, <laughs> coaching staff, cafeteria <laughs> workers, trainers, everybody get involved because that's one topic everybody can have an opinion on. Right. You know, so that kind of like clears the set. So we we try to stay away from I'm almost surprised that the coach topics. doesn't walk in and say, one cardinal rule we have here is no one talks about politics. Man, they got heated one time <laughs> on the football field, like had to stop practice. <laughs> Really? Had to stop practice. (laughs) Had had to stop. It got heated one time. It got heated one time. I was like, "Damn, y'all really feel this way about politics?" (laughs) (laughs) You know, we need to. We got a game. Oklahoma drill. Circle them up. Circle up these two guys. They got to figure out this. You guys on the right. You guys on the left. Mitt Romney's (laughs) trade policy is unacceptable to the to this uh, defensive. It got heated, man. That's when I was like, "Oh yeah, this is real." Like people really care. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's neat. Yeah, we saw LeBron show up and J.R. Yeah. Smith show up for Hillary. Yeah. We see some of the, our Belichick, I guess, writing letters to Donald Trump. It's interesting stuff. Here on Election Day Scary. on the DDFP, let's start the show. <laughs> and, yes, hi and hello once again, and welcome to the DDFP. And, as always, it's delivered by All Day Breakfast, Handsome and mm. Cynthia. And I mm. would like to deliver some here to Studio 66. Perhaps I'll do that. On uh, your request has not been, been unheard. Can I get yeah, yeah. 
hey, uh, one of you guys behind the glass, go pick up McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that because I'm a good guy. So, uh, all right, let's go around the table here and say hello to everybody back from his travels. Boy, oh, boy, he's the hardest guy to wrangle here at NFL Media these days because he is our world traveler. He is also our resident Miami Dolphins fan. Feeling good. It's Handsome Hank. <laughs> remix. Best of remix. He's handsome, Hank. <laughs> Which one of y'all back that did that? <laughs> Hello, Hank. I How like that. You? That's I'm feeling awesome. a little Cajun today, Dave. <laughs> yeah, starting out. Yeah, a little Cajun spice I, in there. Yeah. James Bond. I don't know what he mean because he's English. He's British. He's a handsome right. devil, right? He's a gunslinger. Kind of, like James Bond is like one of my favorite actors, and you come out. <laughs> he's one of your favorite actors. <laughs> Apparently he's a little raw, but you are feeling good. There about is going to be a new James Bond, right? Yo, who, who is going to be? I don't you know? know, I think it's. Uh, I I thought I, I heard thought it was. They're Idris going black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I heard. I heard that as well, but I haven't. If it is, if it is in fact someone black, why would it not be Ike Taylor? Right. That's what. That's exactly where, That's cool. exactly where I was headed. Cool, right. but also right. an assassin if he right. needs to be. Ike, real quick, give us a line read on uh, Bond, James Bond, shaking not stirred. Yeah, that's it right there. But well, you it, have to it, do it. No, nah, it wasn't just, you know, James Bond just fine with the women. That's what I mean. Oh, I see. And he got all the gadgets. He got all he got the gadgets. gadgets. That yeah. is the thing with you. That's probably. Easy. When he walk into the room, man, it's just like. Oh, James. Yeah, I know, but Ike, that's the thing. That's probably what ultimately disqualifies you as being the next 007 is that you're awkward. That was rude. Well, you're a little awkward with women. <laughs> you're lucky I'm married. I always say something. <laughs> Come on, Ike. Do one, do one line read as James Bond. If you're James Bond, what would you say? No, let's go. Let's start. Let's start the show. All right. Let's uh, say hello to him. Number two, four from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor, everybody. Oh, yeah. Born in Gretna. Number 24 has got opinions for days. I'm a T-A-Y-L-O-R. Ike Taylor. Hey. Hey. That is the catchiest song Hey, why y'all say it? Why y'all was like, I can T-A-Y-L-O-R. Why y'all lost to like I, I, first I, six I, letters? Ike is of... difficult to spell. I K E T A Y L O R. Ike Taylor. No, y'all said it right now. But I know. At first, she was like, Ike Yeah, the speed spelling. Make sure you check out Ike Taylor, by the way. Doing legit great work on the Monday night post game of Monday Night Football on Total Mm -hmm. Access. Really uh, fun to watch. And, of course, everything on NFL Now that he's doing and uh, so on and so forth. And, of course, uh, with us here on Tuesdays. And make sure you look out for handsome Ike Taylor and Cynthia Freeland on NFL Pick'em coming up this weekend on Saturday. Thrice uh, opportunities to watch that. 8.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m., and then 1.30 a.m., Eastern time, you can watch uh, our Pick'em segment, along, our Pick'em show on NFL Network uh, combined with uh, Move the Sticks. And around the NFL now, the aforementioned one who still needs a theme song, who just said she likes old school rap and she can play it on the piano. Perhaps she'll give it to us one day. In the meantime, let's say hello. Got to get a theme song. Yeah, that's right. No, I need a theme song. I'm doing well, thank you. (laughs) I suppose you are. Your Detroit Lions were victorious this weekend in a thriller. 
and, uh, and nobody course, talk about it. I'm scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? Thursday night football, Jinx. game day morning, NFL Fantasy Live and beyond. That's how you uh, you check out Cynthia Freeland's work. Why, yes, yes. indeed. Now, of course, <laughs> we're all. This is what we do. It's in the season. Like I say, we do the Pick'em Show now. We do that every Thursday here on the DDFP. But the wizard of them all remains a two-year-old child. Football baby, he is magic. He went three and one this weekend, soaring now to ninety-three. I think. Wait, I, wait. What is it? I think he's just make something up. I think he's <laughs> ninety-four and thirty-six. Like yeah, yeah, that sounds and right. I think, I think he's now twenty-two and. 22 and six, six. Yeah, that's it. I think yeah, that yeah, is you probably correct. shouldn't. You probably shouldn't tell him how good he is at it. I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I want to keep him humble. Keep him yeah. humble. Now, what he is doing, what's going to uh, make his head uh, even larger figuratively, is uh, his large physical head is being taken around like Flat Stanley around Football America and beyond. He made his way to <laughs> Cleveland this weekend, thanks to Douglas Potter for that football baby. Threw down some uh, barbecue in Arrowhead with Russ Kidwell and Adam Walters. Sunday night, he went to Oakland with Matt oh, Rodriguez. Yep, mm-hmm. There he is twice. Yeah, he was at there. Look, if, if they had lost, football baby would have gone to the black hole. I yes. don't even know what to think about that. I know, right? Sunday, and then uh, and then he uh, was out and about uh, at Seattle with the once again with the uh, with the Seahawks podcast. We appreciate this everybody. Is look at his pot. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That, that he's been stamp, all over stamp. the world. Has it, he now, been to Ford Field? He has not been as a I could probably get that yeah, let's for see, you. Yeah, let's see if you can make <laughs> Football, that baby, needs to go to Ford Field. <laughs> he also made a visit, uh, I should point out, he uh, paid a visit, yes, to Vancouver, British Oh, he went Columbia. to the Cove? He BC went Lions. to the CFL game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's getting all over the place. Maybe yeah. he'll get to the Grey Cup. Beautiful well, That's woman. coming up soon. Beautiful woman from Vancouver. In Vancouver. No question. All right, James Bond. Ike Bond. <laughs> Ike Bond. <laughs> Ike. It's nailed on. All right, yeah, and if you want to uh, check that out uh, or if you would like to be joined by Football Baby at a game, go to uh, my Twitter account, at Damashek, and there is a picture of him, that you a PDF you can print out or just hold up your cell phone at the ball game Mm, with a picture of Football Baby. Now, next up, uh, just real quick before we jump into the thrill of victory and agony of defeat and something else we want to get to regarding the quarterbacks here at the halfway point, handsome, uh, I mean, not handsome, Ike, uh, your Who is pal, also, Ryan also Clark. handsome. Yeah. Also True. handsome. It's confusing. Right. Well, he's, he's, he didn't. You don't get to be 007 if Got it. not an attractive. Got it. I don't 0024. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Take real quick. Just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Ryan Clark weighed in here. He has noticed that the Steelers secondary is not tackling very well. And uh, I mentioned that uh, the odd eight AFC title game, the most vicious football game I've ever watched in my life. Ryan Clark really punctuated it with his head-on collision with uh, Willis McGahee. Devastating stuff. I reminded uh, uh, Ryan Clark about that. He said he's not about that life anymore. He tweeted. He also later in the day mentioned that what the Steelers need is Ike Taylor's tackling ability, right? Me and RC talked about this. Um, and we and I said all the time, just tackling from a cornerback's perspective, it's a want-to. Uh, we can say what we wanted to say about Richard Sherman, but he's probably one of the best tacklers, tacklers at the cornerback position, and it means a lot. So you see guys, you see receivers catching five-yard hitches, corners missing tackles, now it become a 20-yard game. Uh, it hurts the team. So we, Coach LeBeau was always adamant about tackling the catch. As soon as they tackle the catch, um, as soon as you tackle the catch, you're helping your team out. You know, no yak yards, no yards after the catch. So a lot of guys, and you saw last night, man, you saw Jimmy Graham jumping over a few corners. 
you know. That's a want to. We call it sticking your face in the fan. Um, yeah, we get all all hyped up about the interceptions, and that's cool. And it's going to help out the team for sure. But tackling, making the team go down in and down out through that long field, sooner or later something good is going to happen for that defense. But when you give up a 15-yard game, when you give up a 27-yard game, you're not doing nothing but hurting your team. It's a plague, yeah. It's a, yep. I mean, but it's a, it uh, obviously transcends just the Steelers. You see a lot of pro football guys uh, I mean, making executive about, decisions. 2016 yeah. is the year that kickers can't kick the ball, but also, I mean, this is something that uh, dates prior to that. I've been tackling in the 21st century. Guys just sort of throw their shoulder into guys and assume that the that, that, yeah, that's going to work. You, gonna you could a, you could not hit them as hard and wrap them up and the play would be over. All right, let's get to it right now here. Let's get to the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Yes, this is uh, time that we go back. We uh, re- review what we saw in the given week. Freeland, I start with you. What was the best win you saw? I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yes, that's the one I've got, too. I think that you saw an improved defense. That was kind of the question mark. We already saw how high-octane their offense has been playing. But in this case, their defense was much improved. If they can continue that improvement, then I think we see them go maybe even deep into the playoffs, maybe until they meet the Pats. Well, and also, you know, the the fireworks offensively were all on the ground. I mean, they played yep. power ball against the Latavius team, Murray had three touchdowns. The one thing is, though, we have been pointing at this for now more than a month. The Denver defense, while mighty against the pass, can be had on the ground. Now, maybe that's a product of the fact that they're trying to funnel offenses into running the ball on them. That's what they want to do, keep the score low, so on and so forth. But nevertheless, I mean, they got had, did the, the Denver uh, the defensive uh, run game or uh, yeah the right. the run defense did Ike uh, your uh, best win of the week I'm gonna stay with Miss Freeland but I'm gonna go to a hometown I'm gonna say the Lions hmm. mm. the that Lions a, hey listen that's coming that's, back 23 seconds left to to tie the game up getting field goal position going to field goal taking the ball in the OT winning the ball game against the league's one of the best defenses in the league I'm telling y'all man watch out for the Lions. Well, and noteworthy, too, because, of course, when you win in your division, it knocks down the de- the team. I mean, had the Vikings won that game, it would have been. the Lions would have a shot. They can make a run at the wild card, but their chances of winning the division probably go out the window, even with half a season to go. Now, it's on. You know, now that this is a, a real chase for the uh, for the division crown. Handsome, how say you? Well, why not the Miami Dolphins? All right, that's why fine. wouldn't it? Be I don't the mind Miami you saying that. that. That's fine. Three yeah. in a row. Hey, mm-hmm. they're in it. Um, they're in it. They're, they're in it. They're one place out of out of a wild card berth, and they seem to have found a formula for the first time in about a decade to to a consistent formula for winning and an what offensive we... line that is making things happen. All for right, JJ. Let's talk about this real quick. Then we have to decide once and for all. I can. Cynthia, how do we feel about a person like Handsome Hank? And I understand where he's coming from on this. But about three weeks ago, he closed the book on the 2016 No, 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 no. it wasn't about three weeks ago. It was about nine weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Is he allowed now? Because, I, you know, a lot of players, a lot of coaches, a lot of organizations don't like it when – like it is in Pittsburgh this week. A lot of people are saying, fire Tomlin. Dude, they got to get rid of Tomlin, dude. Roethlisberger is no talk. good anymore, dude. <laughs> All that kind of – that's what is filling up the radio waves and uh, and beyond in Pittsburgh right now. 
What does the team do? What do the players do when everybody starts cheering? If, let's say, the Steelers beat the Cowboys this weekend, everybody's going to be back on it like Dolphins fans are now jumping back on. Is that allowable, Like, Yeah, that's the cool part of being a oh, fan. Oh, it's cool. That's the cool part of being a fan. You could, you could be wishy-washy. You mm-hmm. can go whichever way you want to go to. <laughs> wishy-washy. Yeah, if your team is doing good, you're going to bandwagon. If your team doing bad, you're ready to bash them. That's a good thing about being a fan right. in the NFL. Now, on the player standpoint, it's more on the players talking about the players. Like, so if I'm up here and I'm really bashing the player, they're going to be looking at me like, dang, Ike, for real, you you play the game, so you really going to dog me like that? So I got to be careful on how I say things. But from a fan perspective, man, we understand all I, that. Also, Dave, you haven't had to deal with that since, like, the mid-'80s was the last time. <laughs> Are you Steelers was me? bad. That's the last time the Steelers were really bad. I've had a decade of having my heart broken, so all I was trying to do is not put myself out there I see. to have my heart slashed apart again by the Dolphins. All right, you're also you haven't, but what I'm also what? you're also ignoring that there have it's not like this there, there haven't been bum years in Pittsburgh for the Steelers. maybe one at a time. I'm Guess talking what? about a decade of what's heartbreak. a bum what's a bum what's year? a bum year look like? Oh, six they and only won, They only won. We did six games. and ten our rookie year. All right, it's, but it's not merely just being really crummy. There are two states of sorrow for a football fan that are, are potential. One is that you're an embarrassing team and you knew that in August and that's how it's playing out. Or your expectations are deep playoff run, maybe a Super Bowl, and you don't even get into the postseason. Right. That's also a, that, that that's is disappo- a that's disappointing, but it's a different type of disappointment. It's All right. Well, there's a pretty big the, disappointment. If like the that's that's can't what, that's a- one punch. This what I'm talking about is just a constant. Like uh, you know, I can't take it anymore. Seven so an example really? for I you. Lie down. Detroit Free Press yeah. is already calling for a, like a playoff game for the Lions at home for like the first time in a million years, something like that. And I'm like, stop writing it. Just stop. Don't even put that out there in the universe. I don't want that because then you've been disappointed. Well, so what's worse? I've learned how to be <laughs> Wait, which was right. worse for you, Cynthia? O and sixteen oh. Lions or the year that they got sort of uh, jobbed in Dallas two years ago when they should have advanced to the divisional round. What was more painful? 0-16. Really? Um, Apart from the fact that then you can go in the draft and get Matthew Stafford, which has been a difference maker, it's just – it's sad. People don't come to games. It's not exciting. And when you're a punchline, like, it's fine to be like, oh, that was a bad loss last week, but, you know, Dave – Whatever, but right. then when your punchline, when like Jimmy Kimmel is making jokes about your team and in shows at nighttime, you've transcended being a bad football team. You're now a national embarrassment. See, here's what I'm gonna say, <laughs> and that's wh- and that's where the Dolphins have been for well, the last decade. But but you also here's now something to look forward to because you when you see that when you say that O line's getting better, that's some that was yeah, part of the draft. Right. So you're like, hey, there's hope. Yep. Hope for the there's future. There's a future. Yeah. There is a and future. then you're like, wait, we got rid of Lamar Miller and what? Oh, Jai. Oh, hope! Like you know that. But I, I will say, thing. what like I said, if the team is bad, you can jump off the. Ba- if they're bad enough, you can salvage your dignity and say, "I'm not going to support that," and you can't make me do it too. Like the <laughs> Lakers last year, hey, we, you've been, we've given you a lot of good times. You guys have got to support us when we're bad. No, I don't. A, <laughs> I have dignity. Why, yeah, why, why then, am I obligated? But every, but that's what the NFL is about. At the start of every season, around the draft time, especially, like that hope is being sold. Oh, yeah. And so in August, it's difficult. Even though, as a rational human being, I know this is not a good team. I'm still buying in. This year, I decided I wouldn't. Real quick, and now Cynthia, I'm happy. Just uh, lay it on us with your analytics. I suspect that Adam Gase is turning this thing around. And this, this, uh, uh, I was saying this before the three-game winning streak uh, started. I th- 
I did. Did I not? <laughs> I'm kidding, I, I'm kidding. I certainly did. I said Gase is going to work this thing out by the end of 2016. I said by Christmas we'll be singing a different tune about him. I uh, I was wrong because I uh, because I got there in November. Well, I like that you're wrong there. No, I think look, you want all teams to kind of be good, right? You, I'd love nothing more than for every game to be as nail biting as and exciting as possible, where you think anyone could win at any particular time. It's a really hard division that they play in. I mean, the Patriots. Come on, Jets are down. The Bills, pretty good. So this is this is a hard division to be in. But I think you have to see the things that they've been able to make decisions on. Laramie Tunsil, for example, and even Jay Ajayi, in, as opposed to Lamar Miller, you're starting to see that the decisions that have been made since he's been there, that he has control over. Now, we don't necessarily know that because we don't know the dynamic in the front office, but the things he can control seem to be going in the right direction. The best thing he could have did was give Jay Ajayi the ball and take mm-hmm. it out of Ryan Tannehill's hand. Yep. <laughs> and that's what he's no, doing. And I hate to, I, I hate to <laughs> say that, but I mean – and it's a copycat league, so you you can kind of just tell, man, they're doing what Dallas doing. It's the same the same recipe. You know what? I'm gonna take it out my quarterback hand yep. for the majority of the part. Hopefully, I'm gonna give him enough plays because he's athletic enough to make a few plays. But I'm gonna give it to the train Jay Ajayi, and Jay Ajayi has been balling. And I'm gonna build this front line mm-hmm. with first rounders. Yep. Yep. The same way Dallas doing. Dallas That's got right. a f- first round guys. Got Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott, and they still have Dak. The same way. It's the same. Recipe. They Oakland finally it took the ball out of Tannehill's hand. They say you're not the guy. Let's we not gave make you this hundred. Okay, cool. We tried to justify it. Okay, cool. It didn't work. Let me get a ball to this young stud, and you see what they're doing. Okay, I, so I need I, to run in a second, but I think that it's really interesting to see like the good O lines. They're the ones who like Oakland has a great O line, right? Those are the ones, and I actually think it's really exciting to see like these young guys like Derek Carr and like Dak and Ezekiel. That's like the future of football, right? So that's exciting. Hopefully, we see the same thing in Miami with the building that line. You want a little bit of hyperbole? The like hyperbole. fall of Laramie Tunsil could be the a generational lesson? difference no maker in that division. I yep. mean, Tom Brady's not going to hang around forever. Yep. That that piece fell to them, and that could be the he's, foundation. No he's a, no like, hit the v- how good of a player he was valued at before whatever happened oh, yeah. on draft night. Yeah. He was they supposed got, to be the first. They stole him. He was supposed they to be the first player to him. off. They totally stole him. It they that's I mean they got like you know platinum for the price of copper. No right. question. You know? <laughs> no question. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, Cynthia sorry, Freeland's to... going to go. There she goes Thank out the you. door. Fare thee well, Cynthia Freeland, once again. Watch your NFL Fantasy Live, She'd Game Day Morning, it. everywhere else. And, of course, on the Pick'em Show. On Saturday, now, Ike, let's turn to – well, you know what? Let's get to Ike's breakdown. I do want to talk about that. Mm, it was cool. a good win and an important win. I, You know, I, I was going to say I hate to pat myself on the back, but, of course, I don't. I The Seahawks, I did not take the bait this year. They got me 2014. They got me in 2015, midway through the season. Oh, I don't know if they're even going to get into the postseason. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year, friend. I'm on board with what they do. Yeah. This is the start of their rise. You saw Russell Wilson looking a lot better last mm-hmm. night physically. Yep. That's the key detail, along with the fact that we can talk about the lack of a running game and pass catchers and all that kind of stuff. The fact of the matter is the Seahawks, and this might bum out NFC uh, foes, is – They have a star at every position, and they have a lot of those guys locked up for the next several years. They're not going anywhere. They have a star at almost every position on the field. Even when they have injuries, they're still loaded back there, and that's going to end up winning, and that's why that team, I hear me now, believe me later, 
that's the team that's going to the Super Bowl. I agree. Ike, so you talked about uh, Jimmy Graham, and if he can emerge and be a difference maker, make a, a couple of plays a game for them, that really should be enough for them to win almost every week. Jimmy Graham can stay healthy along with that defense because the defense, man, ain't going nowhere. Cam is Cam Chancellor is still out. That's what we're forgetting. Mm-hmm. When he comes back, it's going to be a whole nother presence back there in that secondary. Jimmy Graham, he's finally become healthy. And Russell Wilson. Like we've been talking, oh Russell Wilson, he looks, he looks, he's finally beginning to look like that Russell Wilson in the red zone. Like he's good in the red zone. What I like about what the offense coordinated in the play action pass, the offensive line is okay, It's okay. But we're going to fake you out. I'm a Peyton Manning you when he was with the Colts. Hey, psych, no, never mind. And it sucks the linebackers up and it opens windows behind the linebackers where Russell Wilson can just drop the ball in. Well, yeah, a mobile QB with the, uh, at the level that Russell Wilson is right. can at least to some degree negate a crummy offensive line with like Correct. great prey action, rolls, and and uh, and some of those boots that we saw there. And like I say, Ike, that's why I should be an offensive coordinator because you're, when you're third and in inches, fourth and in inches, bootlegs will always he work. scored off a of bootleg. Yeah. I know they did, yep. and that's because they were listening to Damashek. Okay. Ike, I mean, uh, handsome, worst loss you saw. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> yeah, they look terrible. And then at the end, they embarrassed themselves. That's flat out like what, you know, what the Boswell what, the, the Boswell thing, whatever that was, whatever that was supposed to be. Like you, it was it was one of those ones that would have flown under the radar. Yeah, you lost to a division foe. That that stuff happens, but then you do that at the end. That's embarrassing. I agree. I'm going to go with the Vikings as the worst loss of the week because they had that one. Like we say, they really could have seized uh, the division and buried mm-hmm. the Lions. And instead, now just like the Steelers lost, now this thing's going to be a mess, a, a slog all the way. Feels like they've got they've gone a bit. 2015 Falcons. Got to got to go oh, with interesting. Yeah, it, it's hard for the Steelers because the AFC West. That's yep. why I be telling people like yeah. we just looking at the, the AFC North. Man, that's six and two, five and two, seven and one. I Means six and two, seven and two. Of doing the AFC, so the AFC West is making it hard for all. Right. The AFC team. So That's right. Well, now there's no wiggle room. Either win your division crown or you don't go to well, the postseason. But 10, no. 10, and six, but 10 and 6 might not get you in the dope. Right. Right. Because of what the AFC West is doing. At you know that probably those the, the teams, that, the third and fourth seeds in the AFC could wind up having a worse record than the fifth and sixth seeds. That's right. Correct. That's right. That could be the way it goes. Correct. The way it's shaping up, there will be two wild cards right. from the AFC West, but they do have to play each other. That and at the end of the season, they someone down. someone lose you know injuries, whatever, and someone may slide out. All right, let's. We're gonna skip Ike's escape goat this week. We mm-hmm. were gonna get to that, but instead, okay. at the now that we're nine weeks in, I want to re-rank the quarterbacks. And handsome, you said. Cast a vote for them, if you will. I think it's interesting. Everybody always enjoys ranking the NFL QBs here in the quarterback league mm-hmm. in the 21st century. But if you take a look at it, you know, we up until last year, it was easy to do, basically. You could you could uh, debate position, but it was basically, it was always Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, debate how what order you want to put those guys into. Now, all of a sudden, after Tom Brady, Ike, who's the second best quarterback in the league? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I mean, really? hard to argue with. They're, they they five and zero on yeah. the road. I mean, I it's <clears throat> they five on the road. Yep. They five and zero on the road. Bad defense for the most part this year. In the first in the first game when they played the Saints, they didn't they didn't go for the tie. They went for the juggler. Mm-hmm. Like we trying to get out New Orleans with a W. So Coach Jack Del Rio said, "You know what? We're going for it." And he throws the crab tree in the back of the end zone. 
Uh, so now you go to Tampa. Maybe maybe helps define what the season's going to be. You go to Tampa, and if you watch the Tampa in the last drive for the OT, he didn't have a running back in the backfield. Like, he left that offense all up to Derek Carr. So when you see that, it's like, from a player's perspective, it's like, dang, so this is really Derek Carr team right here. This is really right. Derek Carr team. But are you saying, let's say – Right right, right, right now, man, th- this is Derek – I mean, because the running game is off and on for the Raiders, off and on. But the passing game has been consistent. He's the most valuable player on that team. You take Derek – see, as much as I love Tom, they still was 3-1 without him. You take Derek Carr out of the Raiders – you don't even know. You don't even know who the backup is I, right it, now. It is a great point. But so let's say people do those five-year projections, mm-hmm. and that involves age and everything else. And, you know, obviously even Brady would lose in that one. But we are talking about a 39-year-old man, by the way, who is the clear-cut best quarterback in the NFL, which is crazy by itself. But let's say for the next year and a half, you get to have a QB. You're taking Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan. No, we're talking about Cam. this. We're talking about this year. I'm talking about the next so, year and a half. You've got to define, you gotta define talk, what we're ranking. Yeah, you gotta if you're saying like through eight games. All right, who's good? We're talking about who – let's rank the QBs here. Go ahead. Make, make we, we're talking here. about this through year? eight games right. or are we talking about a kind know. of more general – Talking I, about I who's you, the best QB. We're talking about Tom Brady's the best. Tom Brady's the best QB. I still, you know, I'm not. It's funny that the list that Emma VP typed up for us doesn't even have Ben on here. That's embarrassing. But <laughs> wait uh, a minute, is that true, Emma VP? You didn't put Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger it's on. It's fine. The- I, she's 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 calling her shot. She, she called her shot here, and hey, that's fine. Have, I admire it. We have some B-roll ready for him. She's though. an alleged Steelers <laughs> fan right. too. Talk about jumping off the bandwagon, no. Ike. So look, I'm not ready to give. I'm not MLB. ready to give. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up on Rogers. I'm not ready to give up on Cam. I'm not ready to give up on Andrew Luck. The guy that caught has caught my eye this season in the same way that Derek Carr has with Ike is Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford always looked like a guy who had the talent when he came out. We knew he had a big arm. He was pro ready, but he but. Megatron was the guy, you know, it right. was it was just too e- a bit too I easy for him. Code. And then you'd find him like he just makes he's like, why are you side arming that throw off your back foot when you're not under pressure? It just right. there was weird stuff happening. Feels like his Jim Bob Cooter has fixed his mechanics, right. and now he's playing as well as you could have ever expected. Well, him. it hits me that it uh, that both of the candidates you guys just threw out while perfectly reasonable again that's why I wanted to bring this up is because so you have Tom Brady one and then well of course you could just throw in Russell Wilson so and Roethlisberger Aaron Rodgers you're, but you're not being very yeah, you're clear not being you're not helping is us this year help us help you I'm saying it's a mess at the QB the guys who you would slot right. in there as Haven't recently done what as they August yeah. this August if you would have made this list Cam, you would, go, would, Cam, Cam would be there. right there Aaron Rodgers right. would be there Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson right. now Roethlisberger Cam I mean, it's hard to – and Aaron Rodgers, hard to make a case that they would be ahead of either of them. But that goes back said. to what I was saying earlier about the AFC North and NFC North. We still – you still believe that, yeah, Ben's going to find his way. He'll get back to what he was doing the same way that Russell Wilson has. Aaron Rodgers, he'll work it out. They, the receivers may – you know, hasn't got a running game. The receivers haven't been catching his passes. But they'll work it out. But for now, after eight games – you can't possibly put those guys number two, three, four because they haven't shown it this season. I don't believe in the 21st century that market size and all that stuff really matters that much. I think you obviously, as LeBron proves, you know, you could play anywhere. If you're playing a professional mm-hmm. sport in the U.S., you're going to get some coverage. Different from basketball to football. However, 
That being said, you know who we always sleep on and is Phillip really quiet? Philip Rivers. Phil Rivers. I, knew, exactly I know where you was headed. He might I, I was be, wondering he might be why having he the second best QB season yeah. yep. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, get, think about, really look at the, no Keenan Allen immediately taking off. Yep. Before Woodhead. the season even starts, Stevie Johnson's mm-hmm. out. I mean, you know, they, they don't take Danny Woodhead, who, uh, who at, if nothing else, improves your completion percentage with all those dump-offs that yep. he gave them a year ago. Not there for him this push, year. Push the ball down. And yet, Watch. this team, really, with all the tough losses he, and everything else, they still might get into the postseason. He give their – he Phillip Rivers gives his team opportunity every week. Yep. It's crazy. All right, I'm not scared of anything. Let's try to Nothing. do it. So Brady won. Oh, and also Drew Brees is semi-quietly having a decent season. Yes, he is. You know? They, I mean, that, they have no defense either, and they're in this thing. All we can agree on is Brady's number one at okay. this point. I think that's the bottom line. I, I, mean, how, I don't how, think we can how do How to assess else. Andrew Luck at this point? I mean, he's out there. We, we, we've talked about QBs that don't have a lot of help, but, I mean, really. I know Dante Moncrief's return and Frank Gore's uh, getting it going a little bit here. Again, improbably given his age. Right. But still, that's a very flawed team, and they're kind of in it. I don't know how we factor him into it. I don't know if we've accomplished anything in the last uh, I don't think we have. five or ten minutes. I mean, you can blame me, but that's the state of QBs in the NFL. How do you even rank them? Well, let's say Brady, the, Brady won and the we're rest just, We're is, talking about the good ones. We're not even talking about the crummy that's what, that's ones. We're what, talking about the good ones. That's we can't what figure out Hank was trying to ask you. Are you talking now? Like I don't know. So My now answer. he doesn't so, know what he's doing. So about. now is the young guys. Now is the Dax. Other than Tom Brady, who's playing good right now, and all right, well, Ryan. project. Well, here that's what and you Matt need Ryan. to do. You need to look into your crystal balls as analysts and tell me now are these mirages that we've seen, or will these sustain? Do you want for the next eighteen months of football? I will still take Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day over some of the over Matt Ryan, over Matt Stafford, Derek Carr. You would take – right now, you would take no, I think I, Aaron you know Rodgers what? over Derek Carr. Right For the now. next 18 months, now I guess I'll go Derek Carr. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds about right. We're talking about right because, honestly, AR, as good as he is, he hasn't been playing good. No, I'm a snob. I'm going to go – I'm going to stay Rodgers. I'm going to stay Cam. I'm going to stick See, to I my would, guns I would at put the halfway Cam, point. I, put, I don't think that – I'm staying with Roethlisberger. is still there. This, like, Cam right now um, – He's angry about life, and he's angry about the way he's being treated. But you know he can get on a roll. See, I got I got the Carolina Panthers as my ultimate team coming back. Making I agree. Yeah, I, I think I, that I think that's going to happen. I think you know, if you're way. if you're talking about some of the best wins of the week, I think that the that just them getting wins right now it doesn't matter who it's against or where it happens. And they got to win against a good defense. Okay, let, let's just focus on this then. I know I keep changing it. Okay, change, which change of again. the guys' names that are in the top ten or twelve in contention right now that you would say the best mm-hmm. QBs in the NFL halfway through uh, 2016? Who is going to fall back? Who has been a little bit fraudulent in the success they've had? Who is will not be able to carry this through the season? Uh, Mike, I, I I love what he's done so far, but does Dak hit a rookie wall? Okay, that's a that's a that's well, my we'll question out, is uh, is Sunday. like and is him and Zeke. If you if we you're talking about the Seahawks being the NFC's um, playoff team. And then they have to go up at some some point. The Cowboys have to go up against the Seahawks some point during the playoffs when Dak's twenty games into a rookie season. How how are things looking for him then? Ike, Matty Ice. Yep, that's the one. He's got to do it, man. Like is that people say Matty it's unfair. Ice. He's got he unfair. He's got Julio. That's unfair. He like if you're talking about what's unfair, he's got a guy who's superhuman to throw the ball to every time. I realize that was what we just talked right. about with with um, Matt Stafford, but Matty Ice is a little bit more. 
Maybe I'm a cynic. I guess I am a cynic because ultimately, as I think this through now, I'm looking at this list, I still would go. If you ask me, who do I want for the long haul? Mm -hmm. And relatively speaking, the next 18 months is the long haul. Still Brady. I'll still take – well, I'll take Brady, but I'll also take Russell Wilson, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, and uh, and Newton. Pick one. You can have all your guys. You can have all those other guys. Pick one. For the next 18 months. Second best in the – No. I'm so, going to take Aaron Rodgers. For next for the 2017 he's, season. He's still the, the best. The 2017 season, they award a 33rd franchise he's, to you. You're the owner of the 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 Shack Shackers and you get there's a there's a uh, a draft and you can pick from any player and who's going to be your quarterback. That's what we're talking. That, now that's the question. The 2017 yeah, season. That would be my well, maybe Cam Newton. Which it would one? be the only other I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Ike, Derek Carr, you're going to go with Matt Stafford out of all these no, names. No, I'm not. That's, uh, now, now you've actually defined no, what the question what is. We're about. <laughs> <laughs> now 25 minutes into out. this. You... And? Cam. Cam. All right, Ike. I'm going to take Derek Carr. Derek Carr. All right. Fun show today. Uh, good stuff, from, uh, as always, from uh, Ike Taylor. Check him out on Total Access on Monday nights on NFL Now and beyond always doing gangbusters work. Thank you. And Handsome Hank, what a pleasure to see you once again. You'll be back with us on uh, on the second show this I week, hope so. right? Yeah, I'd like to come on Thursday if I Excellent. can. Excellent. And Ike and uh, Handsome are going to be a part of the NFL Pick'em Show. Again, you can watch that on Saturday. Make sure you check that out. And uh, – then next week we will definitely get to Ike's uh, escape goat of the week. I want to get to that segment. Mm. In the meantime, though, look for our picks show later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. Oh, rate us on iTunes, says Emma VP. So rate us on iTunes. We'll talk to you in a couple days. Meantime, it's, it's like heaven. Boom. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.